Here at Doxadea Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. Happy New Year, Doxadea Bloom. It is so exciting to spend some time with you guys today online and the start of this brand new year, 2022. Now, I am praying deeply within my heart that you would experience a lot of new things in this year. That this would be a year where you experience new things from God, new opportunities, new relationships to start up, a new season to open up in your life. Really trusting God for some new and amazing things to happen in the lives of the people in Doxadeo Bloemfontein. Now, New Year for me is always a time of reflection and realignment. I don't know about you, but this is usually the time that I get to rest well and I get to sit back and really think and take some stock on where did I come from? What happened this past year? What happened in the past season? And then also to look ahead and to ask the question, what do I need to realign? Where do I need to adjust to go into the next season that God is calling me for in this next coming year? So I couldn't think about anything better to speak to you guys about today than the topic of growth. Because that's exactly what we need to do to grow. It's an essential part of growing, is to sit down and to think back on where did I grow? Where did I see new things being birthed in my life? What did God do? And I thank God for that opportunities and for that grace over my life. And then also, I talk to God and I speak to Him and I listen and I'm getting challenged by Him to realign myself into new opportunities that he might be inviting me into to grow. So, thinking about growth, I'd like to speak to you guys about two things regarding growth. And then lastly, I want to just stop with you and ask two big questions to activate and to guide and to align us to get growing for this year. So, the two things that I think it's important to understand about growing is, firstly, that we were created to grow. And secondly, that God continues to nurture us to grow. So firstly, when we're looking at this idea that we were created to grow, it's as simple as looking at a newborn baby being born. I mean, every single one of us, from the moment we were created, we were created to grow. We grow every single moment of the day, every minute of the hour, every second of every minute, we are busy growing. You and I, we were created to grow. It's a part of life. And when we avoid it, when we neglect it, when we try and step away from it, when we try to ignore it and not engage on the opportunities of growth, we see stagnation and something of just things are going in the wrong direction. It's not good. God created you and he created me to grow. And I think there's a beautiful piece of scripture that brings this out so amazingly for you and for me. I want to read it to you. It's in Genesis chapter 1, verses 28. And it says the following, God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on this earth. What a powerfully packed little verse. There is so much in this verse. I think that we can just, for a moment, pause and take stock on what is God actually saying here. The moment he created humanity, there is an intention from the beginning. 
But I first want to start off with this. Right at the beginning of the verse, this is, it says, God blessed humanity. I want you to know that when you're going into this here, God has blessed you. If you're in Jesus Christ, you have received every spiritual blessing. We no longer work for blessing when we are with Jesus. And I want you to remember that. And this year, you're going in knowing that you are favored. You're highly favored and deeply loved by God. He has blessed you to go out and be a blessing in the year of 2022. You're not working from a place of curse or no favor that you need to deserve God's favor over your life. No, you have it. And then you are blessed for a very specific reason. I've quickly alluded to that a little bit, but God says, I bless you, and then I'm charging you. I'm mandating humanity. That's you and that's me to go out there and bear fruit, to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, to subdue it, to rule over it, to grow. That's the idea of bearing fruit is grow. You need to grow to see fruit coming on any tree. A small little tree won't bear fruit. It's only when it grows up and it becomes big that it starts bearing fruit. And then we see amazing blessing coming from that tree. And in the same way, God is calling you and me to grow up, to mature. And as we grow up and we mature and we start ruling over the part of creation that God has given you and me, then we see beautiful fruit coming from our lives. I want to ask you, what little garden has God entrusted to you? What place of His creation is He saying, I am giving you this and I am blessing you to see this space bear much fruit? What's your 2022 garden? And what is God putting in your hands? Because He created you for that little garden, specifically you. And he chose you. He didn't choose anyone else for that space. He decided, you are my best choice. Maybe you can take some time and just write some of that stuff down as you reflect. Now, God didn't just create us to grow. He's also busy nurturing us to grow. He is so excited about this idea that we need to bear fruit and that we need to bear fruit for His glory, that He is actively busy nurturing in our lives, working with us to see the ultimate amount of fruit coming in our lives. And I can't think of a better portion of Scripture to reflect on this reality of God nurturing us as His children into a place where we would grow and bear much fruit. Then in John chapter 15, where Jesus speaks about being the vine and that we are branches, in this vine. So I want to read it with you, and then I want to stand a little bit still in what in this portion of Scripture speaks to us so clearly. So let's read together. John chapter 15, verses 1 to 5, and it's Jesus busy speaking. I'm reading out of the New American Standard Version. It says the following, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me and I in him, he bears 
much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We're only going to read that far. Now, what a powerful story. I think so many people have already spoken about this, and we know this, very famous words of Jesus. Beautiful parable of him, a story of him explaining our role in this big part of God's creation. Now, in this little parable, there are three characters. The characters are Jesus, the Father, and us, you and me. And Jesus is the vine. He says he's not just any vine. He's not a vine. He's the true vine. That's how Jesus describes himself. In other words, he's the only place when you are grafted into this vine that you will be able to grow and bear fruit. There might be a lot of other vines that we want to connect with in our life. We want to try and find some life-giving sap from to see fruit come in our lives, but they're filled with poison. Here Jesus says, I am the true vine, and if you are in me, you will bear much fruit. Then secondly, we have the Father. And in this little parable, the Father is the vine dresser. Now the vine dresser is the one that cuts open the vine and then grafts that branch into this vine that is called Jesus Christ. And that's exactly the picture. The Father sent His Son to die on our behalf, to suffer on our behalf, so that we can be a part of the family of God, that we can be included in that reference of Jesus Christ, that we are in Christ now, like that little branch would be grafted into this beautiful vine that the Father opened up and put us into. That's the vine dresser. So firstly, He grafts us into it. But then secondly, He's also the one that nurtures the branches grafted into the vine so that they can do exactly what they need to do. And that brings me to the third character. That's you and me, us. We are his children. And his heart for us, for every single branch that's grafted into the vine, is to bear as much fruit as he destined us to bear. You see so much fruit coming in our lives. That's the job of the branches, to bring forth great harvests of fruit. Now, in this story, seeing that that is the main focus for you and for me, and there are two role players for us to see this happen in our life, there's also four different levels. So not just three characters, but four levels of fruit bearing. quickly want to mention them to you, and then I want to chat to you about how the vine dresser works with us so that we can go from each level and bear more fruit. So there, the first level is no fruit. We read about the guys bearing no fruit, and then the vine dresser coming to do something so that they might bear fruit. That's the second level is to bear fruit. The third level is then to bear more fruit. So the vine dresser works with the branches that's bearing fruit, and he's nurturing them to bear more fruit. And then finally, when you do bear more fruit, he takes you to the fourth level where he works with you so that you might bear much fruit. Now, I wonder what's your desire for this year. Where are you? Where do you believe God is busy working with you? What level of fruit bearing are you sitting on? And maybe where did you come from? If you're looking back to the season of growth that you come out of 2021, what has God been busy nurturing in your life to see fruit coming from your life? So let's talk about the first level. First level is no fruit. And here it says something very interesting in the beginning here. It's in verse 1. Oh, sorry, in verse 2. It says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Now that little word takes away in Greek 
also means to lift up. Sadly, many translators miss this, but what's so beautiful about that is the fact that what really literally would happen is the vine dresser would come, walk around in his vineyard, and then wherever he would find a branch that's connected to the vine that is lying on the ground in the mud, and there's no capacity for this vine to bear any fruit because there's no oxygen, no air breathing. It's just covered in a lot of dirt and mud and rain. It many times happened during a rainy storm or when there was a big storm on the farm um, with thunderclouds and water going. Then you would find some of these um, branches not fully connected to the trellis to fall off and then lay down in the mud. Then the vine dresser would come, gently pick it up, wash it off. Put it back onto the trellis where it can now have some structure as well as be cleaned, cleaned, absolutely totally clean and be exposed to light so that it can start bearing fruit. Now, I wonder if you can maybe relate to this picture. Maybe you have been connected to Jesus and you've been in a place where storms of your life and of this past year maybe has taken you from this beautiful thing called the trellis, this family, this structure, this family on mission that God has connected you to, and you are caught up again in things that's not in line with God's plan for your life. And so, maybe God's picking you up, and He's putting you in the light. Second level, so that you might bear fruit. That's our second level. God connects with us, and then it says here that those who bears fruit, it's also verse 2, He prunes them so that they might go to the third level of bearing more fruit. Now, the first thing I want you to know about pruning is that pruning is, God is pruning you not because you did anything wrong. He's pruning you because you're doing something right. There is some fruit shown in your life. Now, God's pruning you. The aim behind pruning is to maximize the energy coming towards that branch to only go towards bearing fruit and not be taken up by all kinds of leaves that's on the side that's unnecessary that shouldn't be there at all in that person's life is God maybe putting you in a place where he's pruning you I want to encourage you that whenever he's pruning you it's obviously not a nice experience some things need to be cut out of your life shouldn't be there anymore. Maybe God's challenging you in that space, saying, I want this out of your life. Realign yourself so that I can see much fruit in your life. It's because God is already seeing fruit in your life. How exciting is that not? And then when you're in a place where you bear fruit already, where you're in a place where you're not just bearing fruit, but you're bearing more fruit, there is some abundance in your life, and you're channeling whatever life-giving in this new life that God's giving you into a place where you can bear a lot of fruit for him. And still, Jesus tells us in this parable that we are called to abide in the vine. Now, this is such a beautiful picture. You see, in the beginning, when you have this vine, it's like a big trunk kind of idea, and then you have a branch that comes into the vine when it's grafted into this vine. As it grows and it matures, slowly but surely as it abides, and it drinks from the life-giving, nurturing sap that comes from this vine that comes out of the ground. As it grows from that vine, the connection with the vine 
starts growing. So maybe in the beginning it starts off with like a little pinky, small little branch that connects. And then over time, as it continues to abide in the vine, and it continues to grow slowly but surely, that little thing, that little branch, starts growing into this big, thick branch. And the bigger the branch becomes, the more life-giving sap it can take to every area of fruit that it has. And then you see a branch that's filled with an abundance of life and fruit. Maybe God has you in a season where He's encouraging you to grow more in your connection with Him. And it's so interesting to see that it doesn't just say you need to abide in Him. It says, as I abide in you and you abide in me. Our connection with God has always been established by Jesus' finished work. Maybe God is challenging you to dive deeper into that, to discover the depth of this new life that He has given you for this year so that your life will start bearing much fruit. I don't know about you, but my heart's desire is to be someone at the end of my life that can say, I am bearing much fruit for Jesus. And I pray that as you take some next steps, and I'm going to challenge you with some questions now, that your heart would be open to grow in 2022. So, two questions that I want to leave you with. is The first one is, what is the vine dresser busy doing in your maybe lifted you up, put you back, invited you to bring some stuff that's in the dark into the light that shouldn't be there, that's keeping you from bearing fruit for Jesus. Or see, maybe pruning you. See, maybe cutting off some stuff, some bad habits, some stuff that shouldn't be in your life because he wants to channel every single piece of life-giving energy that he's given you, this new life, to bear more fruit. Or is he maybe calling you and saying, I'm, 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 I'm inviting you to deeper conversations and engagement with me to come deep and connect with me so that you might bear much fruit. Whatever God is asking you to do, I want to encourage you to have a posture of surrender. Surrender to whatever the vine dresser wants to do because it's good. So that's the first question. What is God doing in your life? And are you surrendering to that? The second question is, what's the purpose of the fruit that God has produced in your life? I ask this question for a very specific purpose. Because fruit, I don't know if you've noted, is always a blessing. And it's usually not for the tree itself. A tree always bears fruit for someone else. Either for another tree to be planted and to grow, or for people to eat from it and to enjoy and to be nurtured and to be sustained by it. Fruit is always a blessing and it's always used to be a blessing. So that's the last question. What has God blessed you with to be a blessing in the year 2022? I do pray, I do trust this year will be a year filled with lots and lots of new things, new fruit, new blessing to glorify God's name in whatever you do. May your garden grow well. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's message. 
Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.